protesters gathering outside a, a barricaded Supreme Court after the U.S. Supreme Court uh, voting earlier today to overturn Roe versus Wade. The U.S. Supreme Court ending constitutional protections for abortion that have been in place for nearly 50 years. Here is U.S. President Joe Biden an hour or so ago commenting on the decision. The court has done what has never done before, expressly take away a constitutional right that is so fundamental to so many Americans that had already been recognized. All right, Jackson Prosco, of course, is the Washington Bureau Chief for Global News, and he joins me now for more on this. Jackson, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right, first off, uh, there in Washington, can you maybe describe the scene for us? Uh, what's going on? As I uh, mentioned, uh, there's a barricaded Supreme Court there. There's protesters that have gathered. Just how, how big is the protest? Uh, what's happening there right now? Yeah, it's a big protest, and it's a tense situation. I've actually had to step away so that you're able to hear me because it is that loud. You've got both uh, anti-abortion activists there and pro-choice activists, and they're right beside each other shouting competing messages. And, of course, the moment that decision came down just after 10 o'clock this morning, uh, you heard huge cheers from one side and sobs from the other side. And really, I think both sides, you know, reflecting on the the sort of history that's uh, happened here today. Yeah, you mentioned a tense situation. Is it relatively uh, peaceful or is there uh, some concern that uh, perhaps uh, some violence might break out? It is peaceful at the moment. I can tell you the Capitol Police, including those in full riot gear, though, are on standby. Uh, So what we're seeing right now is a situation where there is definitely concern about things spiraling out of control if violence were to break out. Uh, I can also tell you that uh, what we've seen is calls for calm from President Joe Biden. And real concern, I think, that there could be violence in the coming days. And so we know that D.C.'s local police force has uh, essentially canceled all leave and vacation, and they're going full staffing 24-7 right now. Okay, let's get to the uh, decision, a 6-3 decision uh, by the court, and maybe break this down for us a little bit, if you could, uh, Jackson. Uh, What exactly uh, did the court uh, have to say uh, in making this ruling? The court is essentially saying that it is up to the states to decide whether or not women have access to abortions in those states. What is so unusual about this, though, is that it is effectively overturning a prior ruling by the court itself, because, of course, the rights granted uh, federally, those federal protections under Roe versus Wade, uh, came down 49 years ago. And here's the court now undoing its own action and saying, no, instead, it's up to the states to decide. Uh, There's definitely concern here that this could open the door, though, to other things, uh, such as, for example, example, uh, uh, overturning uh, protections for gay marriage is just one example. So lots of concern that this has opened Pandora's box here as to where this is all headed. Yeah, you mentioned up to the states to decide, as I understand it, and have uh, read it, uh, just a cursory reading, but uh, there's certain trigger laws uh, in effect here that uh, once the court makes a decision that uh, roughly half of the states, uh, when it's a trigger law, they uh, automatically uh, adopt the court's decision. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, So what it is, and it's really a patchwork here, but in a state like Tennessee, for example, there's a trigger ban that comes into effect. So 30 days from today, abortions will be banned in the state uh, beyond the six-week mark, which, of course, is a point at which many women don't actually yet know that they are pregnant. Uh, Then you've got competing uh, prior acts of legislation. Tennessee is another example there where they had tried to pass a fetal heartbeat bill uh, restricting abortion. That was suspended by the courts. And now it's expected that the state will go to those courts and say, uh, um, you know, can you lift the stay on that so this can come into effect with immediate effect. So really a real patchwork. But the end of the day is uh, within 30 days or so, we are expecting abortion to be banned in about half the states. 
All right. So uh, abortion may remain legal in uh, some states, as you mentioned, it's a, a bit of a uh, patchwork. And is there uh, already talk uh, maybe amongst those uh, gathered uh, right now about uh, trying to uh, overturn uh, this decision? Yeah, there certainly is. Um, I think you're going to see a move by Democrats to try and pass legislation that codifies Roe v. Wade in law. But of course, they don't have enough votes in the Senate to actually uh, get that done. So that's one concern there for sure. Um, I think the, the second thing you'll see is making this an election issue and really a push by Democrats to say, hey, if you want these protections back and codified in law, you'll need to elect more of us. And so that's a big issue heading into the midterms this fall. You mentioned President Biden a second ago. Just uh, finally, uh, Jackson, have we heard from other uh, notable leaders? I'm thinking of former Presidents uh, Obama and Trump uh, in particular. You know, former President Trump weighed in on this on Fox News earlier today, calling this a victory. Uh, you're expecting reaction fast and furious from both sides here. And I think what you're really going to see is uh, a lot of soul searching by the Republicans who backed those Supreme Court justices, people like Senator Susan Collins, who felt that they were confident that somebody like Brett Kavanaugh, who she backed, would never overturn Roe. And of course, here he did do here. He was doing that today. So potentially election consequences for her and a little soul searching to be done there as well. All right, Jackson, appreciate the update here with us this afternoon, and we'll look for you on Global National tonight. Thanks. Here goes uh, Jackson Proskow, Washington Bureau Chief for uh, Global News, uh, joining us uh, from Washington with the very latest on this uh, developing story, the uh, overturning by the U.S. Supreme Court of a Roe versus Wade. As we mentioned uh, a couple of times in our discussion, U.S. President Biden, he did speak uh, earlier this afternoon. For those of you that uh, maybe uh, weren't uh, near a radio or a TV, we've got uh, a few minutes of that. Uh, Let's have a listen to the U.S. president reacting to this decision from the U.S. Supreme Court. It's a realization of an extreme ideology and a tragic error by the Supreme Court, in my view. The court has done what it has never done before expressly take away a constitutional right that is so fundamental to so many Americans that had already been recognized. The court's decision to do so will have real and immediate consequences. State laws banning abortion are automatically taking effect today, jeopardizing the health of millions of women, some without exceptions. So extreme that women could be punished for protecting their health. So extreme, the women and girls were forced to bear their rapist child. With the child, a consequence. It just just stuns me. So extreme that doctors will be criminalized for fulfilling their duty to care. Imagine having a young woman have to carry the child of incest, as a consequence of incest. No option. Too often the case, the poor women are going to be hit the hardest. It's cruel. In fact, the court laid out state laws criminalizing abortion that go back to the 1800s (laughs) as rationale. The court literally taking America back 150 years. This is a sad day for the country, in my view. But it doesn't mean the fight's over. Let me be very clear and unambiguous. The only way we can secure a woman's right to choose and the balance that existed is for Congress to restore the protections of Roe v. Wade as federal law. No executive action from the president can do that.
And if Congress, as it appears, lacks the vote to votes to do that now, voters need to make their voices heard. This fall, we must elect more senators and representatives who will codify women's right to choose into federal law once again. Elect more state leaders to protect this right at the local level. We need to restore the protections of Roe as law of the land. We need to elect officials who will do that. This fall, Roe is on the ballot. Personal freedoms are on the ballot. The right to privacy, liberty, equality, they're all on the ballot. Until then, I will do all of my power to protect a woman's right in states where they will face the consequences of today's decision. While the court's decision cast a dark shadow over a large swath of the land, many states in this country still recognize a woman's right to choose. So, if a woman lives in a state that restricts abortion, the Supreme Court's decision does not prevent her from traveling from her home state to the state that allows it. It does not prevent a doctor in that state, in that state, from treating her. As the Attorney General has made clear, women must re remain free to travel safely to another state to seek care they need. My administration will defend that bedrock right. If any state or local official, high or low, tries to interfere with a woman's ex exercise and her basic right to travel, I will do everything in my power to fight that deeply un-American attack. All right. Some of the remarks earlier today from U.S. President Joe Biden reacting to uh, today's decision from the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. As you just heard the president there calling it a sad day for America, but that the fight is not over. Of course, we will uh, continue to follow this story, bring you developments as they warrant. And for the very latest, go to globalnews.ca. And we're back after a break here in the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.